Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. This is Shirley, your host of Far Rock Live on Blog Talk Radio. Had a little technical difficulties earlier, so I had to rebroadcast the rebroadcast. How about that for irony? <laughs> Nevertheless, we're here again tonight, and we will wrap up this three-part segment of a previously recorded conversation that I had with Dr. Aldwan Tart. If you've missed any part of um, those series, please go into the archives and listen to part one and two to get the full comprehension of what he had to share. I also encourage you to purchase his book, The Ring Formula, How to Marry Mr. Wright. So without further ado, I'll go ahead and play part three, the conclusion of my pre-recorded interview with Dr. Aldwan Tart as he discusses his book, The Ring Formula. She was asking about control in a relationship. Why is control in a relationship such an issue? I guess the man is trying to control the woman or the woman is trying to control the man. Well, first of all, the, the man, I mean, you, you want your man to be in control of a relationship. You want that. Especially <laughs> black women, especially women of color. They, don't, they do not respect a man that cannot handle them. You know, they want to be a lot to handle, but ultimately they want their man to be able to handle it. So if I say, look, Shirley, you know what, baby? I heard you. I got it. Okay? Enough is enough, baby. I'm not going to argue about this anymore. Let's just go on, watch the movie. We can talk about it tonight. You know? You need me to speak strongly but respectful because I need to maintain the storm. Because women in general are going to be more emotional. It's my job to be more rational but at the same time be able to handle your emotions the same way daddy does. That's how daddies handle their daughters. And that's what women are looking for. But when we get into this battle of control and power, if you don't recognize that the man is the head of the household, and I'm talking from a Christian standpoint, mm-hmm. I, I don't mean he's dominating you or you're subservient to him or that you're not equal. You, you're different. But at the same time, you bring different things to the table. Men are looking for that respect. They command that respect. And they don't need a woman challenging him saying, if you were a man or if you stepped up, I would have to do these things. You know, you have to respect your man's position. Stay at, your the same, at the same time, we have to be worthy of that. Mm-hmm. We have to prove that we are worth and able to to be the man in the relationship and that we're going to defer to you. You know, if you're better at something, we have no problem saying, hey, baby, you know, take care of this. And you see that in married couples. You know, before the guy gets married, you ask him, hey, you know, where do you keep, you know, the, the, the Worcestershire sauce? And he's like, oh, top cabinet to the left. And then when he gets married, you ask him, hey, you know, what are you doing this weekend? He's like, I don't know, let me ask my wife. Baby, are we doing anything this weekend? She has complete control and management of the relationship. Even with very successful, financially stable men, a lot of them come home and get their paycheck to their wives and have no problem with it because she's gained that loyalty. When they were dating, even if he made mistakes, she stayed loyal. Even if she knew, you know, real estate better than he did, she stayed loyal because she knew ultimately she was going to have a whole key to the kingdom anyway. <laughs> you know, but there are a lot of professional women that come in and battle, and they, and they, and they 
their, you know, corporate um, bosses, their CEOs at work, but they can't turn off when they come home. Absolutely, and that's the ego part of that. And you'll lose out. You know, when you come home, we have to get it. We have to switch, you know, roles, you know, and so does the woman. And when you do that, then the relationship can thrive. There's no battle for control. You actually complement one another. Iron sharp as iron. Absolutely. I'd like to give out the call-in number again for those who wish to call in with a comment or a question for Dr. Tarr. The number is 646-716-5180. And another question in the chat room is um, they're saying, Dr. Tarr, I believe the real reason why men are attracted to women is because of how they feel with you. What do you think? Oh, that's, that's, that's a big point. I give the chat room many props, you know. That's right. Now, let's, let's talk about uh, lovemaking. Okay, so when you start, it's not about having sex. It is about lovemaking. When you're in love and you're making love specifically to that person, I mean, you love him for him, you love her for who she is, and you're communicating that spiritually, that's the kind of thing that keeps couples together. That's the kind of thing that takes the relationship, you know, over the edge is because you are in love with them and that you are showing them. You know, it's a dynamic woman makes a man better. He is less of a man when she leaves his wife, leaves his life. And you see that happen a lot of times in divorce. You see both parties, uh, you know, eager to separate, but, but look at them six months down the line. Look at them a year down the line. Usually both of them are a lot weaker. It takes time for them to, to repair. Even though they were going through mess and there's more peace, when you start looking at their lives, especially a man, oh, my goodness, you go to his house and like, yeah, a woman hasn't been here in years. <laughs> there's not a woman's touch. Uh, he's not well managed. You know, usually certain things in his life are out of whack. He's so out of balance, he's working all the time. You know, he lacks balance. That's why we need each other. Same thing with women. That's why, you know, men and women are created as the perfect complement. And when you date and you have an air that I am going to give all of myself and you give it to your partner, when you get with a partner that appreciates that and gives of himself, that's why the relationship is ten times better than being single. Why do you think some women sometimes dumb down in relationships? To be with a man. Well, you know what I think? It's lack of access to men that can stimulate them. You know, you think about it. I mean, if you're, if you're a uh, professional woman, corporate woman, depending on what city you live in, I'll be honest. You know, you may go months before you meet another eligible, you know, male that's in the same position. And especially if you don't get out, you know, and, and about and hit up different conferences where you can meet men that are, quote, unquote, equally yoked. There are a lot of women that are afraid of intimidating the man and, and making them insecure because they're too smart or too dominant. And I say, look, you know, a confident man is actually going to actually respect the fact that you can upgrade them and, and improve and can learn something. But when you date insecure men and then they use dummy down, that's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. And you can't take dummy for the rest of your life. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and it's not about how excuse that couples in which one party is a doctor, you know, another one didn't graduate from college. But their love, they got love for one another is strong. It's not just about that. They connect. You know, it's about their spiritual connection. Yeah. And respect.
know, the, and they're talking about compromising your relationship, and it goes back to that control issue that we had talked about earlier. And you do have to compromise to some extent. Oh, absolutely. If you want to have it all your way, then you need to be by yourself. I'm serious. A lot of people a lot of people say they want to be in relationships. When you start talking about change, they're like, Oh, oh absolutely not. You say you don't want to be in a relationship. You know, because the relationship requires you to give up fifty percent of yourself. Absolutely. The only way you're gonna gain another person in your life is if you give up something. Mm-hmm. You know, you may not like going to play golf in the morning. But, you know, your man is asking you to come play with him. Or you should give up your Saturday morning for him. You know, and then he's going to give up maybe his Sunday night watching the 8 o'clock game, you know, so he can spend Sunday night dinner, you know, romantically with you. We have another call. We're on the line calling in from the 713 area code. Who am I speaking to, please? I'm sorry. It's for me. I was trying to listen on my computer, but I was having problems, so I had to call back in. I'm just looking. Oh, that's okay. Keep on listening then. Um, gosh, we got so many questions coming in. Not ready, come on. Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> I I believe a man who is clear about his purpose and clear about what he wants to create in his lifetime will also be clear about how a woman fits into it. Oh, absolutely. That is so true. And that is why you see a lot of men hesitate even when they found the woman that they want to be with. So now that they've been dating for, you know, eight, nine months, and he's, he's convinced he wants to marry her, then he starts looking at his life for the first time. He's like, look, I want to be, I want to be a stronger husband than I am a boyfriend. And that means I have to upgrade. That means I have to let some of the lady friends go. That means especially I have to have my finances in place. I can't tell you how many women I talk to and say, be patient. He's in love with you. He is trying to get his finances in place. You know, that is why all of a sudden when the relationship kicked up, that's when he started working hard. Because one, he's, first of all, he's saving up for the ring, okay, and that's up a lot of money. Two, he's saving up for the honeymoon, you know. And three, he has to be at a point where he feels confident that he can maintain his whole things down as a husband because he, he needs to feel like the man and feel confident in asking for your father's hand in marriage. Because most fathers are going to ask, you know, about your faith and about your finances. They're not going to do it directly. They're going to say, you know, son, are you able to do that? Are you able to take care of my daughter and my family? And when a father tells a young man, are you able, we know that they're talking about from a maturity standpoint as well as a financial standpoint. Mm. And so a lot of men know that, and they immediately start getting their finances together. And if they're not where they are, if they're not where they want to be uh, financially, you know, they will actually back up on the relationship and go double speed on the finances so that they can move forward towards marriage. But we have to communicate that. Mm-hmm. To be enlightened, added an interesting comment to the chat room. He's, uh, he said, oh, "Want to be in a relationship, but wait, don't know how." Oh, he's talking about putting on airs or doing a relationship. Oh, absolutely. Anytime you say people can read that. You know, and a lot of women do that. A lot of women who are interested in men don't act like they're interested because they say, I don't want to be too available. I don't, I don't want to be um, too emotionally caught up. And, and it's a good thing to, to pace yourself 
But men need some type of feedback that you're feeling them. I have men come to me all the time and give me scenarios. This is a psychologist saying, what do you think? And I see exactly what they're talking about. There are a lot of women that have kind of a take it or leave it attitude on the outside. You know, we'll see where the relationship goes. But inside, they are so lonely, and they are looking for love, but they do not show it. I mean, we're not robots. We need to know that you're interested. We need to know that you're feeling us. We need to know that you're attracted to us. But do you think that's a trust issue also because that person may have been hurt in the past and they don't want to feel vulnerable by revealing those emotions or expressing them? You know, it could be. Or it could be the fact that, you know, women have forgotten that men need, you know, attention. And then we need feedback when it comes to flirting. And we need that softness. A woman who's an excellent flirt always has men. Always. She will, she will go someplace and meet five men, you know, in the amount of time it takes another woman to meet one. And that's because she's outgoing and she's happy. That's another thing. You know, the best way to have men attract, uh, um, the best way to attract men, and this goes back to the old club thing, men always ask women to dance that look like they know how to dance. You know, it, it, you, I'm serious. That's, like, that's a good analogy for a relationship. If you look like you'd be an excellent partner in a relationship, Men are going to come up to you. You know, if I'm at the club and my song comes on, you know what, and you're moving like you know how to move what you have, you look like you're fun, you're smiling, those women always get asked to dance. But a woman that doesn't look like she's had much fun, is not confident in her body, doesn't know how to move, she's going to sit there all night. We're never going to approach her. How many men do you think use your book? You know what? Um, a lot of men... By surprise, a lot of men pick the book up, and they pick it up from listening to shows like this, uh, or they'll hear me speak, or they'll come with their sister, or they'll come with their wife, and they'll end up buying the book, and they say, look, I'm going to buy this to a colleague, or I'm going to pass it along to my girl, I'm just going to leave it on the coffee table. <laughs> because I try and tell the same thing, and if she doesn't listen to me, maybe she hears it from you, things will improve. And that's why I wrote this book, believe it or not. I'm really writing it for the fellas. You know, I'm saying, you know, being on the dating scene, there are, yes, there are a lot of beautiful women, but there are very few women that are dating like wives. You know, and they complain about it. There are a lot of men out there that are looking to settle down, and the only reason that they don't is that they, they have not been approached by women who are looking to date them strong. And I know as I say this, the men in the chat room and men all over there listening are shaking their heads, and that's the one thing that women just don't know. We talk about it in the barbershop. We talk about it in church. We talk about it when we're watching the game together. We talk about, hey, you know, there's a shortage of women that are dating the way our grandmothers dated our grandfathers. But do you think that they should be having those, the guys should be having that conversation at some point in a relationship with a woman who they think has the potential of becoming their wife instead of, um, like, read my mind, read my lips, you know, ain't you, ain't you picking up on the signals? No, you're right. You're right. No. We don't, we don't you think guys need to be a little more verbal? Yeah, we do. And express do. that to, to a woman instead of, like, and to me that's like leading her along. You know, why, why, why have that element of mystery there if you know this woman has the potential of being your wife? At that point, open up the lines of communication. It's like, look, baby, you know, we've been going together 
22 years. One <laughs> three years, and I really like you, and I'm interested in us, you know, maybe taking the next step to becoming husband and wife. But these are some of the things that I have a problem with. You know, I have an issue with you trying to control everything. I have an issue with you spending all your money like that. Or, you know, you don't keep the house clean. I would really appreciate it if you cook, you know, a home-cooked meal instead of just throwing one of those Swanson dinners in the microwave. You know, don't you think at some point they should should take the initiative? And that would be encouraging to a woman. But, you know, as women, you know, we don't always, we don't know. Only thing we have is our own experience to go on. Other than reading, you know, everybody doesn't come from middle-class suburbia. And our role models are our parents for the, for the most part. And so when we enter in a relationship with a person, you know, because women are emotional creatures anyway, and so especially when they get a good guy, it's like, I really like this guy, I really want to make it work, you know, then, you know how, do, how do you get to that point or the, for the men? How do, when do they get to that point? When do they feel comfortable enough to have that kind of a conversation with a woman? Well, one, the woman has to make them feel comfortable that you're going to receive it. There are a lot of men that do communicate and they get eaten up. You know, mm-hmm. there are a lot of women that are very defensive, very sensitive. And sometimes we don't say it the right way. So it's a dance. You know, it's all how you say things. You know? So if, I'm, if I want you to lose weight and I say, hey, baby, let's go work out today. I'm, I'm trying to get myself together. You know, I'm going to work on this. And you can work out whatever you want to work on. That's completely different than saying that you're fat. And so uh, a woman's not going to respond to that. So as men, we have to take responsibility to give feedback in, in a manner in which it can be received. The woman's responsibility is to be able to, re- to receive constructive criticism without going off on the man. I can tell you, there are a lot of men that will say, the conversation will go something like this. Look, baby, you know, I have no problem with her settling down and possibly getting married, but I need you to stop trying to control me. And the woman will respond, I wouldn't have to control you if you act like a man or if you have some sense. I wouldn't have to control you if you handle your business all the time. I would have to control you if you did A, Y, A, B, and C. And so you know what we do as men. We catalog that, and we just don't bring it up again. We realize we're not going to win verbally, so we're not going to say anything. And we just become silent. And then I, we have another caller on line. I can't keep up with this chat room, Dr. Todd. I am so good. On page five. <laughs> you need to get it percolated. It's Saturday night. I don't want the ladies going out and flirting and, you know, and emailing you back. You know, to invite me back there, you know, they're having so much success with the media. I, I, would, I would love to do that. Have to I'm that serious. We have about 17 minutes. It's, I can't believe time is going by that fast. We have about 17 minutes left, and we do have a caller on the line, though. Okay. Um, caller, do you have a question or a comment for Dr. Hart? Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Um, no, I, I was about to, um, yeah, I guess I was going to make a comment. I was going to comment on the way that you um, exhibited that role play between a guy and a girl, and I was going to say that if you acted the same way that you acted, um, it would seem to be fine to me if a man was actually very expressive, very sincere, and talked about um, the things the way that you did, then uh, pretty often the girl isn't going to respond, constructive criticism or not. There's a feminine ego in there that's going to be involved. And Dr. Carter. What are you referring to, though? What, what comment, what statement? When you were doing your role playing, when you were saying, you know, honey, um, I think you and I could settle down, get married, but, you know, maybe every once in a while you could uh, do a uh, home cooked dinner instead of throwing the uh, 
the uh, Swanson microwave garbage into the uh, microwave. And the way that she was doing it was right. It was good. But then Dr. Tart commented before I got on the line, I was going to say, <laughs> it's going to be plenty of time to try to do that. And the girl's going to say, are you nuts? <laughs> you know, so after you get a few of those, are you nuts? And after you also hear, well, what we like are sensitive men. And when you try to be a sensitive man and the girl says, no, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. And then you get a little bit confused. So, um, you know, that's my opinion on that. No, he's right. He's right. I mean, now I know, I know as men, you know, we're, we're strange creatures, but women are truly strange creatures because they want that intersection of a man who's not too sensitive to who's too sensitive he's not a man. Okay. Mm -hmm. You don't want to see a man crying every day. Or you don't want to be able to run over your man. Because sometimes to avoid conflict, we'll go ahead and we'll give in to women. You know, I've been guilty of that myself, and it backfired, you know, to where, look, you know, I know she's being ridiculous. I know she's being slightly manipulative. But let me go ahead and give in just to keep peace, and then you look up later and you create a monster, you know. Absolutely. Constantly doing that. You know, at the same time, you don't want to be too dominant and, and, be, and, and be too ignorant of, of that. Women have fragile egos. I mean, men, I, I know the caller's going to agree. You know, we sometimes rehearse what we're going to say because sometimes it's so hard to, to be real without hurting the woman's feelings. I don't really care. Um, I try to be straight. Now, um, you gave an example, Dr. Todd, about uh, you, think you can't call a woman fat. Well, you can. No, you but can't, man. Not to live in, 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 in well, let me just, say, man. Ain't nothing forget that. Now, let me give you an example. If a woman okay. says to me, you know, she's a size nine. And she's trying to fit herself into a size six dress. <laughs> so, you know, she's squeezing out of everything. And she says to me, uh, how do I look? I'm going to say, look, all right. I'm not going to think it looks good because I'm not that kind of person. I don't. I think if, if a woman's a woman, she ought to take on the responsibility of being a mature woman, able to handle the truth, able to give the truth. So I'm going to say, you look okay. So she says again, after she's trying to squeeze herself in again, how do I look? I'm going to say, I okay. Now, she says the third time, I don't know, you, you look fat. Get used to it. You don't belong in a size six dress. And you shouldn't be asking me the third time. Because that's your responsibility. Be a woman. Just like I'm a man, I should be a man. Accept the truth and give the truth. You know? You know? That's where we differ. You know, and that's where you're going to probably get shot in the parking lot. You know? I'm not going to get shot by anybody. <laughs> what I'm going to do is tell us the trade. Because that's the kind of woman I want. But you know I what? Want so I, dancing around. But see, you know, that's how women are made. See, you and I can have that conversation. I can say, hey, look, man, how does this look? And you're like, it's straight. And I can ask you again. And then eventually you're going to say, all right. But you keep asking me, man, the shirt is terrible, mainly because you don't work out. And if you worked out, the shirt would fit. Men can talk that way and be direct, and we can still go out and kick it and have a good time because we talk to each other and we hold each other accountable like that. Similar to sports, similar in business. And you know this from relationships and business. You can't even talk to a woman in business that way. You know, they are different. You know, well, he's saying I can't fit into this. You know, a better way to go about doing it is joking and saying, yeah, maybe they need to make a dress, you know, uh, to fit your body or something. Or maybe we can come back in three months and that dress will fit. You know? Even that, even that, you know the girl's going to say, huh? 
What are you talking about? But you, you're being real. You know, the way I learned how to talk to, because I used to get in trouble for, for being real. I mean, you ask, you know, and I tell, and then I still get in trouble, and it's a lose-lose situation. Mm-hmm. I noticed how girlfriends respond to other girlfriends when they ask the same question. A lot of times what they do is they try that little hesitation technique. So, for instance, she'll ask, how do you like these shoes? And her girlfriend won't like them. And she'll say, well, uh, what do you think? And then she'll say, uh, I think they're a little too bright. And you say, yeah, you probably can use another color. So I just got well, that's, yeah, well, that's a good way of doing it. I mean, you, you get to the point and you're telling the truth. Um, but I'm saying that even if you are nice and tender and white, eventually it still won't work with the vast majority of women. Well, you know, it will because they kind of know what they're asking. You know, they know that they, their body needs to to change. If, if, they, if they feel comfortable enough, asking you about the dress. They're really looking for support. They're not really looking for us to tell the truth. Even though that's how it sounds a man. Well, let me, you know? yeah. well, let me say, if a woman wants to be my eagle, then she has to be my eagle. I don't have to accommodate somebody who wants to take on the mentality of being a little girl. You're a woman. Take on the truth. Give me the truth. If you're going to tell me that my hair doesn't look good because I combed it the wrong way or my pants don't match my shirt, I'm going to say, all right, I I don't like hearing it, but you're right. But you know what? Again, it's the way that you answer those questions. You can be diplomatic. You can get your point across and be diplomatic. That makes all the difference in the world. I don't right. think that you're direct, you're straight to the point or whatever. Granted, that's okay. But knowing that women are sensitive beings, you know, it's a, it's a way to say certain things. And that I agree that you have to be diplomatic. Women, you got to grow up. No, we don't. Let me step in. See, if we start changing one another and not understanding who we are, the best way to look at it is look at it like the same way you tell your daughter. You know, if your daughter comes up to you and says, hey, Daddy, are these jeans too big for me? You know, you would say it with a completely different mindset. And we forget that, just like I say, men are, are babies and little boys, women are little girls. They want to take. They want their husband to be very similar to daddy and be able to take care of them. Because right. be honest and say, "Look, baby, you know what? I'll be honest. You know that dress. It's not. It's not the most flattering. You know, on your body. You know, and uh, we're gonna go and we're gonna shop all day long until we find the dress that's complimentary to you. What's that, gonna happen? What's gonna happen when you get home? She's gonna say, "You know what, baby? Thank you for taking me shopping. I know I'm too big." And I appreciate you not throwing that in my face. I'm going to go working out so I can get my sections back to you. Where are these women? They're out there. They're on the line. All right. All right. All right. For my example, after three times, now I'm not going to tell somebody, you know, you're fat and you're ugly and you smell the first time somebody asks you something. You know, I'm not going to be obnoxious or insulting. But after the third time, that's my threshold. Now, I can be diplomatic. I can be funny. I just don't want a woman who has to insist that every time an opinion is called for, I have to accommodate some sort of fairy princess mentality. Well, I'm sensitive. I'm made out of porcelain. Please don't hurt me. No. You're a woman. You're with me. I'm with you. You know who I am. I know who you are. And you know if I'm going to tell you something, it's not meant to hurt you, but I'm not going to dance around the, uh, the rosemary bush. Well, you have to dance. I mean, you don't have to dance, but you have to be delicate. The same way is if we're looking for a woman and we may have insecurity issues, okay? All right. And when she's with us, 
she's innately know. She's a great woman. She's a dynamic woman. She knows to make love to us to where when we get when we finish, mm-hmm. we know we know that you brought up a good point. You brought up a good point. Let me give you. Uh, let me put myself on the other foot. Let's say, well, for example. Well, hold on, hold on. Can you put that other foot in, in less than a minute? Because we have about sure. minutes to the show, and I'd like to answer, uh, give at least one or two questions in the chat room. Yeah. All right, this be a quick right. example. All right, thank you. Okay. Men don't like to be told that there's more, right? Right. Now, suppose I'm with um, my woman, and for a second time, and she says, I say to her, how was it? She says, not bad. <laughs> Anything bothering you? Not really, but I'm kind of used to, like, bigger men. <laughs> All right. Now, of course, I'm not going to be tentative, and I'm not going to like it, but if I know her long enough, well enough, I asked her, she told me, and if I know she's been with me, yes, she likes something bigger, but she's still with me, I'm going to say, I'm doing something right. Maybe it's not the 24 inches that she's used. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I think it calls her Oh, I think so. Um, one of the questions in the chat room is, is the man really looking for a total package? Is there such a thing? And then the second part of that is, when dating, what do men consider a deal-breaker if they aren't a total package? Oh, wow. Okay. So the first question, absolutely there's a total package, and every man is looking for it. They end up marrying that total package. That's what they go around and shop for. That's why men work out. That's why men, to be honest, you know, uh, when they get to a certain point financially, they feel that they end up much, uh, much more eligible as a, you know, as a bachelor to find that perfect woman. Absolutely, we're looking for a perfect, uh, a total package. That woman that can deal with mom. That woman that can take care of the kids. That woman that can still be sexy and make love to us and make us feel like a king. You know, that woman that can still communicate her feelings and still be professional at work. You know, and deal with our egos. Every man is looking for a dynamic woman because it makes us better. Absolutely. I want second question. Um, second part of that question: What's a deal breaker if you can't find the total package when dating? What do men consider a deal breaker if the if the person isn't the total? Package? Oh wow, deal breaker, disrespect, okay, disloyalty. Um, some men, uh, well, it's more superficial, but like smoking, you know, some, you know, depends on your preferences. But in general, disloyalty, I mean, that's probably number one. You know, men do not date and do not like women who are disloyal. Oh, absolutely. Every man's fear to be cheated on. Or, and even he can be disloyal by talking about him to your girlfriend. You know, um, he can hear you on the phone complaining about what he's not. Oh, men hate that. You know, keep your negative comments, you know, to yourself. And they also want respect. Men don't like women who disrespect them. It's one thing to be outspoken and to communicate the feelings, but at no point is disrespect tolerated, especially when it comes to men. They just don't like it. How's the deal, brother? To be enlightened commented on that last call and said, I understand what the caller is saying, but it's all in the delivery. Absolutely. And that's what he was going. You know, you don't want your woman being completely brutally honest to you either. You know, like, yeah, you you didn't do anything for me. <laughs> for him, that's and for him, that's the number one deal breaker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Well, they're, they're staying in the chat room, Doctor Todd, that they want you back on the show. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. They come um, with all kinds of questions. They. <laughs> It is not the same. I can't keep up with it. I'm sure I'm, and I apologize to you guys in the chat room. I've got a lot of experience out of this, so hopefully next, hopefully next time I'll be more prepared to deal with the chat room and talking to you simultaneously as well. 
uh, this key in the ring formula, or you can get it at my website at drtart.com. That's D-R-T-A-R-T-T.com. And they can either email me at drtart at drtart.com with their personal question. I feel as Howard already just uh, from the six and seven chapters that I've read. I have a couple more chapters. And those questions, if you don't get the book for any other reason, get it to find out what those questions are. I was going to save a lot of heartache if I college don't open them up for <laughs> Most definitely. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the show, Dr. Tart. I really, really thank you for having me. Ladies, get your heels and your dresses out and go out there and get them. Good Mr. Rice coming for you. Absolutely. And thank you so much. And we definitely have to do this again. At any time. How's your little princess doing? Oh, awesome. How was the wedding? Oh, it was awesome. awesome. You didn't catch that garter, did you? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. You have a terrific day. All right, thank you. God okay. bless. Okay, so bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. And again, I encourage you to purchase the book. How to Marry Mr. Right, The Ring Formula, and he has definitely got the formula. The name of the book, again, is The Ring Formula, How to Marry Mr. Right. During this social time when people are celebrating Valentine's Day this weekend, the book is packed with relevant information you need to know during and after entering into a relationship with someone. Dr. Tart has a few pages, and we talked about that in the interview, that are devoted to asking, probing questions. And ladies, these are questions you need to get answers to before committing to a relationship. So I look forward to having Dr. Tart on the show very soon or within the next few weeks. So continue to listen in to Far Rock Live on Blog Talk Radio. This is Shirley your host for tonight. Stay in peace, and I look forward to coming to you live next week.